Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of Indie Fire with your girl Nakia. I am so excited to be here with you guys this evening for so many different reasons. First off, thank you so much for those of you who sent up, you know, words of encouragement and and you know your thoughts and your prayers for my kid's dog. I know sounds funny. I know, but after six and a half weeks, the dog has. Uh, returned home. He didn't return home. My son actually um, found him today. He wasn't really lost either. Uh, you know, it's it's so strange that people say animals have more rights than humans do, and I found that to be true during you know this last six and a half weeks, all that we've gone through and trying to you know find this missing dog. Um, but there's so many apps that are out there that allow us to you know. Um, alert neighbors in our neighborhood and our subdivision and with the help of our neighborhood oh my gosh and when I tell you these people are vigilant around here when it comes to animals whoo, with the help of our neighbors texting calling you know all times of the day and the night letting us know what they spotted you know the dog we were finally able to catch him today kind of like trap him and get him brought home take him to the vet, make sure there's nothing wrong, you know, no ticks and no um, fleas, none of that stuff, give him a good bath and get him back on his medication because he does have seizures um, and he seems to be all well. So thank you for everybody who did, you know, offer your words of encouragement to my kids because it's my son who's deployed, it's his dog. So, you know, being in Kuwait and having to worry about where your lost dog is has been made to hell for him. Like he was ready to come home over this dog, yeah. I don't think Uncle Sam was going to let him do that. Nevertheless, the dog is home. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right? In other news, uh, if you follow me on social media, something huge happened on Tuesday night. Tuesday, we we extended our condolences on behalf of the show to my family and the passing of my grandmother. Tuesday night, after going through so much that day, I finally got that email that let us all know and Indie Fire is now on iHeartRadio. So if you missed that, you must be up under a rock because it's everywhere. It's huge. You know, that was our number one goal for 2020. And I can mark that off the list. Everything else after that is like, it's piece of cake. It's piece of cake now, all right? Because that, for me, that is huge. That, that is huge for me. And that was my goal for this show. And we did it. And I want to thank all of our, our former guests, 
our listening audience, um, live listeners, as well as those who listen to all of the playback shows, our followers on all of our platforms, our supporters. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And so now it's just only up, up, and away from here. All right? <laughs> Very quickly, we're closing out the month of February tonight. All right, we do have a show on Saturday. Susie and I are back on the couch with that bottle of wine, giving you some uh, interesting interesting topics. Yeah, we got a few topics that we've been sent in. So we're going to be talking about, you know, things from prostrate. Um, is that the right word? Prostate. Prostate, yeah. I so prostate, um, health, and uh, I think I got a question about, let's see, something about kids and, and oh, your career goals for, you know, your children and if they were going to be the same or different. And thank you for that question. It's a good question. Um, we got some more, you know, spicier questions that we're going to throw in the mix as well. So 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday the 29th. That officially closed out the month of February. And then back here on Monday, we began Quest of a Woman. I've talked about this for the past month. I am so excited. I thought it wasn't going to come together, but it did coming together wonderfully. Um, Quest of a Woman is where we here at Fire, you know, March is Women's History Month. And so we will be celebrating women in the arts, music, and entertainment industries. And we're bringing in some women who have made major accomplishments. And um, I'm sorry, let me take that back. All of you women have made major moves in your prospective industry. Um, but these women, um, they've touched me in, in many different ways. And so we're bringing these women on to share their wisdom, um, their knowledge, their experiences, um, their success stories, their failures, you know, of course, their music, their passion. We're bringing them in throughout the month of March to celebrate Quest of a Woman, right? So Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Detroit R&B sensation Lady Bane will be here with us. So excited to have her here. Then on Tuesday... Yes, I see you, love. Tuesday, um, who's Tuesday? Tuesday, March the 3rd, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will have uh, international jazz sensation. Uh, Stephanie Janot will be here with us, right? Then on Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, add a little flavor to the mix. Uh, Miss Asia Brown, a little hip-hop artist. She's a spicy one. I'm telling you. She's a spicy one. I can't wait to drink it up <laughs> with Ms. Aza Brown. All right? So, again, if you can't make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. How many 90s babies? I got to listen in right now. 90s babies? Nah. No, 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 no. Not 90s babies. How many of you grew up in the 90s? There we go. Like me, how many of you were teenagers in the 90s? Yes? All right. Here we go. Remember Super Soakers? Well, they're coming back. The original Super soakers, super super soakers are coming back. All right, be excited, get ready. Your summer's off to an amazing start already. Okay, because of that right there. The three original super soakers: the 100, the super soaker 30, and the super soaker 10 will be coming back. All exclusive to Target, um, but they have new names. All right, new names. So you got the super soaker XP 100. That's gonna be 1788. The super soaker XP. 30, that's going to be $12.99, and then the Super Soaker XP20, that's going to be $7.99. We don't want that little one. When you play with Super Soakers, you need that big one, all right? You need a big one. I hope that's the backpack one. Oh, I'm excited. My kids, they, they in for a treat this summer. I'm going to wear their ass out. Yes, all summer long. I'm excited. Speaking of summer, have you seen the 
teaser for Candyman. It dropped today. Candyman. Y'all know Candyman, right? Candyman. Okay, somebody send me a quick message because when I was growing up, you couldn't say Candyman in the mirror three times as what I thought it was. And somebody else said the same thing. But now it's like you can't say it in the mirror five times. So is it five or three? Tell me because I, I really need to know. So I don't, I don't want to get in the mirror and be like two times and I got to stop or four times and I got to stop. You know, I, I need to know. But Jordan Peele is the director. You know Jordan Peele. Yeah. Toy Story 4, Black Klansman, um, Us. Yes. Get Out. Yeah. Uh, Captain Underpants. Dad, that's the same Jordan Peele. Yeah. So. Movie's not coming out no time soon, but while we get these super stokers ready, you know what I'm saying? Jordan Peele, Candyman, June, summer, June. Got it? That's correlation. So after you leave the movie theater, you know, then we got a game of free tag and super stoker. All right? Cool? Yes. Make sure you be there with me. All right? What else is going on? Um, ooh, RZA. This is Woo Wednesday, right? So I got a little news. Um, about RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan. He dropped a new EP titled Guided Explorations today. Right, it's a five-track EP. It's part of a collaborative effort with um, Premier Herbal Tea Taizo. And um, he's stationed as the listener's calming guide to revelation. Yeah, the five tracks are strategically formulated to help aspiring creatives break through any burden that may be preventing them from access to their core intuition through the acts of meditation. Hmm. I just want to see if it'll put me to sleep. Because, you know, I, I listen, have to listen to the, the rain and the ocean um, and midnight, you know, because I'm not in the city no more. So I have to listen to, like, um, New York Street <laughs> sounds to fall asleep at night mixed with the rain and the ocean and thunder and lightning. That's how I fall asleep every night. So I want to see if it'll put me to sleep. I'm excited to hear that, but that dropped today. All right, so make sure that you tap into that. One last thing, one last thing. Beginning on a Monday, March the 9th, you know, we talked about how Indie is an acronym for entertainment news and daily inspiration for everyone. And we give you everything. We give you all of that. We give you the entertainment, the news. You got us four times a week, and you come back and listen to the playback show, so that's your daily. And we're, you know, we're not gen- genre Yes, genre specific at all. So it's for everyone. But we lack the inspiration, all right? We're not consistent at all with the inspiration or not as much as I want to. So beginning on Monday, March the 9th, I can't give you the name of the show yet. Um, That's still being worked out. But beginning Monday, March the 9th, we will begin our Monday morning motivation, 15 minutes um, to inspire you throughout the day um, as well as the rest of the week, all right? I'm super, super excited for the host of Monday morning meditation, uh, motivation. I'm so excited to host that I'm bringing in for that show, and you guys will be too. You will be motivated. You will be inspired. You will be empowered. Yes, you will be. All right? That's all I got for you. Rapper KV is an award-winning artist who accomplishments, so whose accomplishments include but are not limited to first place winner, the Global Best Song 2015, Top 10 finalist, Jack Daniels Competition 2015, winner of DJ Khaled's National 16-Bar Competition in 2015, semifinalist of the Unsigned Height National Competition 2015, all of which were accomplished in a five-month time span. He went on to become featured artist in XXL's 
Magazine's Freshman Edition 2016 and Top 20 National Finalist in Sprite BC Hot 16 Competition 2016. Barnyard Boogie. Y'all recognize that? You should. I've talked about it enough. Played it enough. This is by KZ featuring Sony Murphy. I can be purchased at digital stores such as Tidal, Spotify, Amazon, and Google Play. The video was released December 10, 2019, and is on Vivo and YouTube. You can't find it there. You can always find it on my Facebook page also. It is distributed by Music Mogul Distribution via their CEO, Grammy-nominated rapper, producer Skilo, best known for his 1995 single and video entitled, I Wish. Since its release, Barnyard Boogie by KZ has received support from key stations around the world, such as 92.9 FM, 93BLX, 107.3 The Beat, Star 101 FM in Guam, where it was number one on the top 40 countdown playlist for one week and currently still accepting votes for KZ on its website. Nerve DJ's Urban City Radio Show, KFROG 95.1 FM, Power 102 Dance, Whiskey and Cigarettes Radio Show, and 25-plus other syndicated stations. It's no one that country fans and line dancers a line dance group enthusiasts worldwide are publishing dance routine videos on YouTube. And that's from Skilo. <laughs> Indie listening audience, I present to you this evening. I got a long, I got a long, you know, title for him right here. Not only is he a global multi-award winning artist, but he's the rap artist with the next number one country hip-hop song, KZ. What's good? Hey, what's going on? How are you? I'm fine. Yourself? Oh, congratulations on the Our Heart situation. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know if I told you. <laughs> I, cause I started writing the message halfway asleep, so I probably didn't tell yeah, you, but I, you know, I, you're like. I the saw first, it. You saw you the first official guest to actually be. Like, everything else has been what they've just moved over. But you're the first show. Your, your show's the first show to actually be the first, you know, to be live on iHeartRadio. So congratulations to you as well. That's you. Wow. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's dope. But, yo, I have been dying to get you on the show since I got this track back in January. I know some people are probably sitting there like, what, what is she talking about? It's Barnyard Boogie. Like, you really have had to have been under a rock if you haven't heard this song yet. We got it back in January for the birthday playlist. I, I actually think it it started the birthday playlist that night. And yeah. we've gotten, you know, rave reviews about the song here, you know, being played on this show. Uh, and then it, it remains in rotation on, <laughs> on New Music Mondays. It remains in rotation because people can't get enough of this song. So I don't want to spend, like, the whole show talking about this song, but I want to know about this song. Like, where did the inspiration come from for Barnyard Boogie? I I was um on my way to work and I'm I'm just gonna be honest. I heard uh Blanco Brown, the uh the get up challenge that he had. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. thought it was so, I I thought it was so cleverly done outside of, you know, Lil Nas X's um, you know, hit song. Because everybody was right. trying to remake that song their own way. So the way he did it was just inspirational. So I noticed that the only thing that two of them were 
is actual country tracks. So, you know, I, I called the producer. I had him make a track. I wanted the, you know, country guitar. I wanted electronic hip-hop guitars. I wanted the harmonica. I just wanted it to have that country feel first. And mm-hmm. the question was, I didn't really want to make a song that everybody emulated the same way. I kind of wanted it to be right. a free fall. You listen to it, and however it makes you feel, you do it. So my challenge is different. My challenge is if you have a thousand challenges, none of them are going to be the same. They're going to be different people right. that's doing it their way. And I think that's the first time that that's ever been done. So that's a challenge I'm working with now, and to see people, you know, from – I'm from Florida, Pensacola, Florida, and to see people all in South Korea doing it in like a not even a 90-day span since the song's released is amazing. I love it. I watched, I've only seen, I. it wasn't until last night that I actually saw the compilation video of so many, you know, people doing their own, and that's when it hit me. Like I've seen um, on your, I think on your IG Page, I saw right. several, you know, but I didn't realize that it wasn't a challenge that, you know, that this is one specific dance and then you go run with it and you do what you do with it. I didn't realize that, you know, it's you, you do what you do with it until I saw the compilation. And right. I was like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? It took on a, a, a different meaning for me. And then I did start to go look at other challenges to see, you know, uh-uh, ain't nobody else doing this. Everybody else has a specific, yeah. all right, so this is the blank, 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 and now everybody's doing the blank, blank, blank challenge. You know what I mean? And no, they're not. Right. Everybody's just out there doing their own thing and having fun with it. And I think that's what makes it even more special, and it's going to push the song, you know, to a different level because you're doing something that isn't and hasn't been done before. I love it. Yeah, I, I was saying, um, and not only that, the, the guy that's featured on there, his name is Stoney Murphy. He had a big um, um, Southern Soul record called It's All Right. So I wanted to add, um, you know, of course, uh, rap, hip-hop on there. I wanted to have a Southern Soul. I wanted to have, like, a soft rock feel. That's where the harmonica comes in at. Of course, the track is country, and it's just like all that is combined into, like, a real funky country sound. And, you know, like you said, you know, I wanted everybody doing it their own way. Like, that that was really key. I didn't want the challenges to be so emulated. But it's going to – now, everybody I've sent it to, they have their fans of coalition of people that emulate their dance. And that's cool mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It, it helps it helps spread the message of the song more. And when they get it, they're like, what's the dance? What's the dance? What's the dance? Because right, right. I guess they have the idea – uh, and I, I started thinking, well, damn, maybe I should have just did a dance <laughs> with it. But, you know, it, it's cool. Like, you know, once it pops, I at least want to say, hey, I did a challenge, and I actually challenged myself to, hey, man, it's, it's thousands of different versions of this song, and that's pretty dope. And, now, you know, I watched the video, um, and in the end of the video, I do see that there's a couple steps that everybody synchronized, you know, and doing, and I, I thought, oh, Oh, that's the dance right there. But then I see everybody go freaking there doing their own thing, you know, after they do that. So I'm like, you know what? Nah, I just think you just do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? You put your own spin yeah, on that, it. That, that, yeah, uh, shout out to Crew Country Line Dance. And they were actually the first to um, to do a, a routine and take time out of their schedule to do it. And I just, they wanted to help me so much with the promotion of, you know, once the video is done, the 
getting it out there. They had they got a fan base of over forty thousand, so it was a real good jump start. Wow. So, you know, in return I wanted to make sure I highlight their company, highlight their steps in the video as a thank you. So, uh, you know, uh, mad salutes to them. That's what's up. So I want to let's let's go back now to the like to the very beginning, all right? Um, okay. Where did your 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 inspiration um, for this music thing come from? Are you rooted in music? Um, like, were you in the church, and you know, um, or do you come from a musical family, or you know, where did you get your start from? I'm actually just uh, probably the the first. Um, I, I mean, I, I didn't get it from the church. I can say that I didn't get it from a musical background. I did have, a, however, get it into. I used to write poetry a lot, and you know, I did drawing. So I guess mm-hmm. you can tie it all into art. You know, just and then you know, it started from there. And then when groups like, I guess, at the time, another bad creation, and you know, the new edition, oh. like the the young groups. That pretty much kind of introduced me into the music side. It looked it fun. It looked it cool. It was uh, playground, just stuff I can relate to as a kid. And I kind of tied that into um, rap. You know, like when I got old, I say like 11 to 12, I really started paying attention and, and being influenced by, you know, a lot of uh, the artists from, you know, the East Coast. And it just, I, I guess music just in general is something that stuck with me since age nine years old and I became real serious and, th- and actually thought that, Hey man, I'm pretty good at this. And probably like 14 at first, it was just a lot of clumsy words. I was just throwing around, but then, you know, as you got older and the more you stick with something, you know, it starts to make more sense. So how would you describe your, your musical style? Like if somebody were to listen to you for the first time and, and Barnyard Boogie was the song that they heard first, um, would, and then with you being from Florida, you know, um, would they think that, you know, all of your music sounds this way? Or was this just something I, I, that, you know, I wanted to do, I did it, and now I'm back to what I'm used to? I, I call it the curse of perfection. And what I mean by that is ah. there was this guy who um, – the, the the guy heard it and he immediately thought I was from Kentucky or Tennessee or you know Georgia. The last place he would have thought is a beach state like Florida. So I I guess <laughs> I did su- I did such a good job just trying something out for the first time that you know it kind of gives you the impression that hey man like this is this artist you know I always I, I liked it country music but I didn't understand it like my aunt you know liked it. I didn't understand the storylines mm-hmm. of it or the passion or none of that until I was actually right. doing this record. I listened to a, a lot of country records. I listened to the way it was formatted, the way they did it, and I tied that into, like, my own way of doing it. So it is something that I had so much fun doing it that I wanted, I'm i going to do an entire EP. I don't know what it's going to be called yet. I know it's going to drop this summer. But trying this, I actually do enjoy it. Wow. Yeah, but it, it's That's something awesome. that I tried for the first time. And so, all right, so you're sticking with this for right now. But prior to this, you know, what did you, what what was your style like? Were you were you hardcore rapper? Were you, you know, all hip-hop? Were you a little bit of R&B? I mean, 
what what were you prior to this right here? Because I don't think I don't think I want to listen to you prior to this. Like I, this is how I know you right here, right now. So moving right. forward, this is how I know KD. You know what I mean? So, but before yeah. this, you know, how would you describe your style? Before this, it was a a, a, a lyrical, gritty. You know, like I, I always want to show really? my lyrical ability. Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you see the um. You know, I, I audition for a, a BT Freestyle Friday. I'm I'm one of those, but you would never tell it from this because it's so condensed. <laughs> into like <laughs> just like a uh, like a one two type rhyme format and it's something that I really really had to get used to cuz I'm I'm more of a a rapid punch fire type rapper and you know but okay. I, but I I've exhausted that possibility so much and I've I've accomplished so much that I wanted to challenge myself outside of my element and you know that's why I went this lane it wasn't really because you know I heard uh, old town road or or, you know, the Get Up Challenge, I actually just thought it was real cool the way they did it, and I just wanted to hear how I would sound if I would try it out. And, you know, but, yeah, that's been my style, like a real conscious, rap, rapid-fire, lyrical cat, you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, that, that's pretty much it built my whole career. You know, I song called uh, No Peace, which is kind of like a, a more conscious, um, you know, um, um, you know, uh, black community, we're going through this, we're going through that, injustice, that type of record. And to this contest called the Naked Song to where the winner gets to uh, get flown to L.A. and collab with Snoop Dogg and create a song with him. And I submitted that song. Out of 100,000 people, it was selected top 20. That means out of 100,000, they're going to wow. submit 20 songs to him to pick to choose and he chose that song so I got to go up there I got to meet Snoop we collabed he wanted to get on that record he didn't want to create anything new he liked it that record as well so because of that I wasn't able to get the support that I wanted from having a a Snoop Dogg feature because it was so direct it it was nothing for radio at the time I just I just wrote it as like an underground song I didn't think it was going you know win a global competition but it did and so what I did was I remixed the song to fit more of like a, a it, it was just a typical like street record with Snoop on the on the hook and you know me and another guy named Latrue uh, shout out to Latrue we did it and now we got the radios now it's something that they could play in the, on the radio in the clubs and it actually ended up winning an award in 2017 at the uh, HMA HMMA you know the uh, Hollywood Music Awards. Hollywood Music Awards, yeah. Yeah, so I I say all that because I've always been the type since this song to go outside the box and try to do it to where it'll work. And that's that's what really inspired this record. That's pretty much my mindset when creating music as well. I like to think outside the box for it to be successful. Shout out to La Truth. I'm hearing that name, like, back to back here. Um... <laughs> and I had no idea. Yeah, shout out to that you're the connect between, um, you know, the show and Big Greg and Cody. So uh, thank you, you know, for that right there. 
do you hope? Look yeah, at yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, shout out to Big Grub, uh, Big Greg, Latruth, Cody. You know, those are the guys who I work with to push that Snoop record. You know, so that's how we formed our relationship. And uh, you know, if you know, shout out to them. You know, when I win, I like to see you know other people winning, and they're they're exactly. definitely one of the people I pretty much root and vouch for. Exactly. That's that's how it should be across the board. Everyone should have that mentality, I feel. Um, people get so self-centered right. and it's all about me, and they don't think about those that, you know, um, are cheering for them on the sides and those that they're collaborating with. And, you know, it's always about me, 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 and never about us. And so I think right. more artists should be that way. Um, when you look at all of your accolades that you've obtained thus far, and I'm looking at them, um, um, I, you know, I read them, so you guys heard them. What do you hope um, for Barnard Boogie? What do you, you want to see it do? I, I want to see it do, um, I, I feel like it's, it's going to reach a global scale, and that's the only thing that I haven't accomplished, you know, in my whole career. You know, every artist that does this and is listening, you picture yourself, um, you know, on, on TV, you picture yourself, like, just people noticing who you are. That's the hardest part about an artist is you can have the greatest material, but until it gets there, nobody will really know who you are, your story, the story behind the music, and stuff to like that. So you just want to be able to have the opportunity to introduce them to who you are as a person, musician, whatever, through music. So I feel like Barnyard Boogie is so on time with, uh, you know, the whole country rap era reintroducing itself and being successful, and people pretty much now, instead of jumping into the rap trap era, and that's a long line to try to be different from, you can jump in the the, the Lil Nas X, the Blanco Brown, you can jump in the shorter line, and if you have that material, people are pretty much going to gravitate to it and I think that's what music is slowly doing. Everybody is is kind of not just in rap, even in Southern Soul and Blues, you'll see the cowboy hats and stuff like that. So I just feel like it's perfect timing. And I want to introduce it to the world my way. You know, it, it, it's not the get up. It's not, you know, Lil Nas X. It, it's something that's, that, that everybody is gravitating to the same way those two records are. So I see myself in the same position, if not bigger, then they were just that, success-wise, with this song. Well, I want you to go ahead and introduce it to the world your way right here on Indie Fire right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and gents, this is KZ from Pensacola, Florida, and what you're listening to right now exclusively on Indie Fire Radio is Born Y'all Boogie featuring Stoney Murphy right now. Let's get it. Everybody So I add a little rap with a country slang Now the 808 bump is 
got the place jumping. Get up by the seat, baby, shake a little something. Put it on my horse like a rodeo. KZ, about to hit you with the dose to do. Little cute young filly, say she from the city. Even though I'm drunk, she wanna cut a roll with me. Put on my boots, cause it's time to get busy. Hand me my guitar, give me my whistle. Slide to the right, not glide to the left. You can do it by yourself. You don't need no help. Little city boy swag, but it's country fell. And my pockets way bigger than a country bell. With a couple for the drink, getting drunk as hell. Couple people in the club at the mosey in. One o'clock still going, let the party begin. Now, look at how she move that caboose. Now, never when a woman get loose. Now, last name Fruit. Say she wanna dance, baby, hold my boots. We just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl Nakia and my very, very, very special guest, KZ. You just heard him, Barnyard Boogie featuring Stoney Murphy. Yo, if you don't believe me, you heard the track, that will be the next number one country hip-hop song globally. Yes, sir. You heard it. Yes. Yes. Yo, I, I got to catch my breath. It's like as soon as the beat drops, like I'm always just up. You know, I can't wait for it to get hot where I am. 
so my windows can drop and I can just blast that. I really, I can't wait. And people, you know, you pull up to the light and they be like, yo, who is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for that. Yeah, I'm so ready, so ready yeah, for that. It, it, everybody out there, like, it, it doesn't do you justice on the phone. You have to put it in that system and you'll feel the entire yes, yes. impact of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm traveling, like, every weekend I'm on the road. So I'm on, you know, somebody's interstate, like, burning rubber. And uh, when you a wide open on the highway and it's you hear it, you know, through your system, it's a whole different right. level. So yeah. Yeah. I love it. Definitely it's in my playlist. I hear it multiple times a day because I'm listening to music all day long. So um you guys need to support just like I do. All right. Which ingredient do you feel <laughs> makes you uh such a unique and special independent artist? I just put time in it. What I noticed about what I used to do, I used to just have an idea and just freestyle something. You know, not freestyle like the typical where I didn't really put much thought in it. It's kind of like picking the title of a book and you just, you know, jot. Some of it will make sense, some of it will not make sense, and then at the end you will lead to what the whole story was. So I guess just song formatting. You know, I actually write to, to you, you can kind of, when I was listening to that song just now, I can kind of see it word for word. So it's like a, a movie. So I, I, I would say I'm real good at tying everything, and you can visually see it as you listen to the music. So I kind of wanted to perfect that because it's, it's, it's better, you know, to me personally that you can kind of follow what somebody is saying visually rather than just, you know, being imaginative and just jotting stuff down and just, you know, calling it a record. I feel like that's happening too much now. With music. Yeah. Yeah. So, in mentioning that right there, back up to say 2014, 2015, when um, all of these, all this music that you were putting out was doing so well, you won all of these awards, um, to what you're writing now. Have you been able to um, hear growth in your music? See growth in yourself yeah, as I- an artist? What 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 I, what I do is, and, and I, I advise all the artists to do this: drop a project. It don't matter if it's say you know three to five songs or whatever, and then you know give it six months. And six months or whenever you drop your next project, if you don't hear growth in each one, you know not 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 a Ooh, single because the single is going to tie. Yeah, the single is going to tie into um, whatever the title of the project you're working on so the only way to see right. growth is to pick a new title and go from there a whole new batch of songs so so when you say 2015 when i did i think at the time i did something called uh block burners volume one it was a mixtape and then uh 2006 17 i did history in the making i can hear the difference between both one was a street record one was pretty much saying hey you know I, I I know I'm going to be one of the one of the best with this, so you have to you have to see growth in whatever you're doing. You know you can't just be repetitive, and like I said before, I mean no disrespect, but that is just going on so much now in music that it feel like we're losing it because everything is just cookie cutter. And I feel like all yes, the artists, yes, yes, everything. <laughs> Everything is cookie cutter, and it's, it don't matter how you do it. And I feel like we're missing on the 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 we we don't even know how talented these artists really are. 
and it's because they're, they're restricted to just a certain style and a way of doing things. But, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, that's pretty important to me to make sure that I'm better than my last project all the time. Yeah, I feel like nobody now is stepping outside of the box. Um, everybody's emulating what the last person has done sound-wise, movement. You know, um, nobody knows how to be original anymore. And Greg yeah. and I talked about yeah. that, you know, um, in depth on Tuesday. Um the, the the need to be able to not only hear growth in your music but see growth in yourself as an artist. Um, and, and that was very important what you said. You know, a lot of people uh, don't use a, a timeline, and that six months, is that is perfect right there to be able to um, see the growth in yourself. And right. something I want to throw also is, you know, don't let your friends, um, be the ones who measure your growth either uh, because your friends right. can tell you that's the best shit that you put out and you send that music off to, you know, um, a station for airplay. They decline your music and you wonder why I'm steadily getting declined. I'm not getting the airplay that I know that I deserve because my friends told me that this was fire and that's because your friends right. told you that it was fire. You know what I mean? So um, invest in yourself. Why you're right there giving that advice, if there were um, an artist who are listening right now who, you know, they might have been following you for a while or they may be a brand-new, you know, follower, um, but they've heard Barnard Boogie and they've seen and read about all of your accomplishments and they think thinking to themselves, like, you know what, I might have the next, next number one country hip-hop song that I'm sitting on right now. But they may be a little fearful and they don't know the next step that they need to take. What additional pieces of advice could you offer this up-and-coming Artist. Uh, well, the first step is believe in it. You know, like you said, regardless of because you're going to get people who may not understand. I say when people hear songs, it, it takes them about three times to listen to it. The first time it's probably going to sound like something that's already out there, so it's going to seem like you're emulating. The second <laughs> is, hey, you know, I, I, it, it is because I, I hear that now. I hear that a lot. That's, that's, I laugh. That's I'm sorry. I'm laughing. Everybody's I'm trying laughing. to do that's this. That's how I critique music. I got to listen to it three to four times before I can sit it, it, down it, and give you three to four times. critique. You know? Yeah. And, and then the second thing is just, you know, you're not going to really have the money to do what you want to do with it. You know, because if you did, you would know exactly what campaigns to take, who to get it to, right. what program directors to reach out to. You'll just have the budget to push it. But, you know, and my advice is, you know, send it out to DJs. You know, you just have to send it out to DJs, uh, see what radio stations are available that you can send it to. Uh, everybody has a story. See if you can send your story. See, with me it was easy once I got, you know, Snoop, because I can tie that story into a new song or a new, hey, you know, check this mm-hmm. out. I got Snoop on a song, and I use that so you have to build a resume to where it gives you leverage of giving somebody right. an idea of knowing who you are instead of just saying, check this song out, you know, check this song out, because they're going to they're gonna shoot that down. You're going to get a lot of rejection. You're going to get a lot of people who don't know you. You're going to get people to mm-hmm. pretty much tell you that's not what we're looking for. Nope. But you just got to <laughs> stay persistent. You got to stay persistent and consistent and believe in it. Believe that, hey, I don't have the money, but I can get it to this person. You know, our biggest reward is social media. 
You don't have to know yes. these people to do it like they did back in the day and take it state to state in your trunk. You know, you, we have all access. So I would utilize it, you know, from all levels. Some right there, guys. I tell you, when these artists come on the show and they drop these gems, make sure that you're soaking that all in because a lot of this information is, you know, it's tried and true. I right? So they're giving you information that they've experienced, they've gone through themselves, and now they're sharing it with you. So don't only make that, you know, don't sit on it, but make it applicable to your music career and other, you know, parts of your life as well. All right? Right. Um, which do you prefer, studio work or performing live? Uh, performing live. You know, because you see that studio work come to life and you get to express it, yeah. you know, for everybody else to enjoy. And, you know, that's when you're creating and you're in the studio, you know, you're the only person in the engineer and whoever you bring in the studio are, are going to get to enjoy that record. Now, afterwards, and you get it on stage, that's the test. You know, that's when you got to, you know, you got to perform it. You got to be the actor to the script. And I feel like that's, the best part, you know, to see people out standing ovation, whatever they're gonna do, you know, it's that that's what makes it worth it. You know, the record that you just did worth it. The form it and, you know, see people's reaction to it. So I, I say performance all day, every day. You, yeah. That I think that is what most artists say. I, I don't think I've had one artist to say studio work, except for the one who was still getting over, you know, uh Stay right, you know, <laughs> and I said with well, sweetheart. Yeah. You, know, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah, break through that. Studio. You know what I'm saying? You gotta break through that. But um, uh, seeing that you've experienced so many successful moments uh, thus far, I know that you probably run across you know one or two or three or four haters in your music career. Um, have you suffered yeah. any skepticism or resistance from other you know your peers? Um, because of everything that you've been successful. Yeah, to 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 be honest, like my family is, and I love them to death. But you know, to them, you know, I'm no longer Sammy. You know, to uh, let me just put it out like that. The moment I became successful musically is for some reason they feel like KZ is too good for you know the brothers to come over, you know, to kick it, to do whatever. And I think I think in my heart that I think it's a little resentment and jealousy. I wouldn't call it hate, but I mean it gets to a point to where um, I figured you was too busy. I figured you like a simple phone call. My number hasn't changed, so I get that a lot. And it's it's upsetting because nobody is creating the wedge but them. It's not me. I can see if every time they're called, I was busy or I made excuses. I didn't. So it's like. I immediately got shifted from, you know, the time. And, and you know, I, I, it's probably been um, nine months since I talked to anybody in my family. And that's, and you know, to be honest, that's kind of like the gift and the curse of it because mm-hmm. you can tell mm-hmm. them, hey, just call me. My number hasn't changed. You know, you can always come by, call me if you need me. And they, you know, my family, I'm just speaking, you know, from my point of view, I always get, I figured you were too busy, so I didn't. And when that happens, it has to be some type of jealousy or envy on what you right. perform. And 
That's what I go through, and it's sad, and that's that's the hard part of it. Wow, you know that's the first. That's the first because um, most people, their family is very supportive um, right. of their career, of what they're trying to achieve, if they're trying to better themselves, and you know the lives of their family. Most people are excited for you, uh, and they. Right. I hear artists talk about the resistance that they get from, you know, other peers. Nobody has mentioned, you know, um, uninvolvement uh, from their family. That that that's a very transparent moment right there. But it's real, yeah. you know. And and not only in people's music careers, you know, you got family members who don't want to see you succeed in everyday life. They shit on you because you right. got a job promotion. You know what I mean? So and and that's sad because. Right. With life not being promised to you, um, we see that daily. People getting snatched up, you know, daily. People getting killed daily. And so uh, it would seem like in these times um, you would want to be there for your family. That's just my right. opinion, you know. Wow. So I'm hoping it's real. Once I want them to keep that same energy, though, when, you know, your name is really up there and light and you're doing major, major things, making major moves. I want them to keep that same energy. I don't want them to need you. I don't want you to change your number or nothing to keep that same number, but I want them to keep that same energy because, <laughs> you know, people people tend to, when you're making big money, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? That's my brother. You know, right. everybody is, is on a bandwagon then. But, nah, y'all keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? Shout-out to your queen yeah. also. Um, I normally like to get some shout-outs in, and normally I forget about it. But shout-out to her. Um, I see how much she supports you, and I saw her in the video as well. Um, and so that that's black love right there, and I love to see that. Even though y'all see me, I joke on Facebook a lot about, you know, the men and, and whatever and, and all the men that I have. But, you know, I'm all for black love, and so I, I love that right there. Right. Um, and, and that was important. But, that was important to do that. It it really was. <laughs> it was important to me to do that. I felt like, like you just said, she held me down for so many years, and, you know, it's different when you're on the outside supporting. And for me to say, you know, come on in. This is your shot. This is your shot. And when it's over with, she can see it. If it hits a million plus views, pretty much on Front Street, right along with me in this one. Right. So that was pretty cool. That means a lot. Looking at that. I want to jump into this uh, second track that I have. It's all right. Uh, you want to talk about right. that just a little bit? I know you mentioned it earlier, um, just in passing. But you want to talk about it again just a little bit before I play it. Now, now the crazy thing about that song is, and, and I didn't even think about it at the time, we used to do something called Microphone Monday here in Pensacola. Every artist that's in this city has came to Microphone Monday and performed. It was a platform where we rented out the club every week on a Monday. All the artists got there. It was like 5 $10 to get to perform. And it just gave you stage exercise. But at the time, my manager was... Stony Murphy. So, you know, we we start he was the actual one who really taught me how to rap. I always knew how to rap until I got in the studio. Then it was a whole different ball game. So he was the one who taught me the <laughs> format of studio record. Yeah. So fast forward years later, 
he blow up with this song called It's Alright. It's really called Sugarfoot, but the hook is pretty much It's Alright. Now, the song that we do together after all those years was It's Alright. And it's, you know, because he does Southern Soul, I needed somebody with a soulful voice to sing the hook. And it's just something that we came up with to where we kind of want to show appreciation to the woman that's been holding us down. So despite all, despite what people may think, it's all right. So it's kind of like that that Nelly, uh, uh, Nelly, whatever, Kelly from Destiny's Child. It, uh-huh. it got that uh-huh. vibe uh-huh. to okay. it. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right, so you want to go ahead and introduce it? Yeah, uh, this is KZ once again, and this is my next single uh, called It's All Right, featuring Stoney Murphy right here on Indie Radio. Y'all enjoy. Like, like it. it can't be you And I don't mind a little cute time Every 
They try to knock us, but we keep getting greater and greater, baby. They can say what they want to, baby, I don't care. You see, the fact of the matter ain't going Just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. And that right there is KG featuring Stoney Murphy with It's All Right. I like that. I like that. You like that? (laughs) Yes. Yes. So that's not out yet? No, that's not out. (laughs) Guys, you know how I get (laughs) when I play something for the first time, right? Right? Yes. Yeah. You get the one. (laughs) Exclusively right here. Mm Mm-hmm. I love exclusives. I love debuts. I love being the first self. I love it. I love it. I want to go ahead and give you the opportunity <laughs> now. I want to say thank you because I didn't get to talk to you before the show started. So I want to say thank you uh, for being able to join me this evening. You could have been anywhere, but you took the time to give so freely of yourself um, to share with me and my listening audience all about yourself and your passion for this uh, music industry. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We wish you much success. Once you're on the show, you're a part of our family. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be bugging you all the time, you know, especially with this new <laughs> track right here. Um, we're going to get that rotation as well. Um, and you know you're going to be playing Barnyard Boogie because we got to push that to a global level, guys, all right? And, and I'm going to depend on my listening audience to make that happen, all right? So thank you, thank you, thank you again for being here with me this evening. I want to go ahead and open up the floor to you now so that you can get all of your contact information out for those who may be listening live, for those who may come back and listen on one of the many, 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 many playback shows to include iHeartRadio, yes. Uh, For those, you know, who may be interested in purchasing your music, of course, if they want to know about tour dates, if they want to get you on a collab, I don't know, for whatever reason they may need to get in contact with you, the floor is now yours. Right. First and foremost, my pleasure. Uh, it's been a pleasure being here. You've been a gracious host. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, shout out again to, you know, the iHeartRadio situation, well-deserved. So major, major salute and shout out to, you know, Indie Fire Radio. I really enjoyed it. And uh, for the listeners out there, you can reach me on Instagram at, uh, uh, at of course, KZ underscore the artist. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at at KZ Johnson underscore one. Uh, you can find me on Vivo, which is KZ Vivo, all one word. And contact info is uh, you can email me for any collabs, any booking, any anything at um, uh, KZ Booking Johnson eighty five at gmail dot com. And you know, um, I think oh Facebook, Facebook. You can reach me at uh, just type in KZ. Uh, any um, Facebook uh, search bar that'll pull up the fan page. Uh, if not, you know, it's facebook.com slash KZ, the artist, all one word, and it'll pull up that way as well. So uh, as far as the song, there's a Born Y'all Boogie Challenge that's going on right now. doesn't have to be line dance. It's just any way you feel yourself and the record makes you feel to dance to, 
Just record yourself dancing, post it with at Barnyard Boogie Challenge, and post it for us to check it out and share as well. So I appreciate your support. I appreciate you listening and checking out the music. I hope you like it. And uh, once again, I want to give a shout-out to all the fans out there, all the people that support, and, of course, the Barnyard Boogie Record, uh, Music Mogul for the distribution. Um, oh, the, the, the song is available on all your digital distribution sites. So, you know, if you want to purchase the record and support, you can do so on any digital platform. Um, shout out to Skilo, shout out to my family, my kids, Kenyatta Celestine, my mentor, David Malone. Uh, shout out Skilo. And, um, you know, shout out to you, you know what I mean, taking time out your busy schedule to find out more about me as an artist and, you know, supporting the record. So salute and um, many blessings to you. There you have it. Thank you again so much for joining in me this evening. Guys, it's been fun, but I got to run. Make sure you're back here at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. Me and Susie, Susie and I, back on the couch. I, back on the couch. And, wine. and, uh, and we're ready. Uh, we're ready. So make sure that you're right back here live with us on Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, you guys have a good night.